Hey, and welcome back to Wanderlusty. Today, London and I chat about relationships, romance, race, and a bunch of other words beginning with R, but none that are too offensive. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and enjoy. All right, Tay. Oh, let me also go ahead and start. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right, so what's up, Kim? Season two of Wanderlusty in the house, and we starting off with a bang. As they can see, our setups has Bang. tremendously. Right. First We're now in 3D. Yeah, exactly. I am at the visual. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> they can see the beauties behind them. <laughs> talking? This whole time, they like, wow, I hear these lovely voices. I have no idea who behind that voice I want to give a million dollars to. Exactly. And now they know exactly who to give exactly. them the big. The visual so is a... Mm-hmm. exactly the voice is only half of the formula so now it's just the the complete spectacle and i'm not gonna lie y'all we only going up from here because when exactly i'm not going lie. well the thing is okay um whoever is tuning in on today's episode yes welcome today... <laughs> what you say sorry i said yes welcome come on in outdoors the thing about today today has been actually very frustrating um if I must say so Mm. myself I just been trying to get a lot of stuff together including my nails and as y'all can see those (laughs) are looking very bare-faced and but also when it comes to my phones okay here's another little thing about iPhones it's something wrong with them because it's <laughs> some reason why my phone number should not be connected but everybody can see my embarrassing email yeah are <laughs> you in it and it's just like they don't yeah. need to know that about me I made it when I was 12 oh now I'm exposed <laughs> so, okay iCloud get it together but thankfully I have okay before I go into how this day is going Kim, how you doing on this uh, fine, beautiful Saturday? Um, on our regular day, so yeah, yeah, it's just been like a pretty, um, not normal day because I think I like to believe that I'm not this lazy typically, but um, yeah, I I'm super crampy and just like ugh. So I've just I've I've been in bed most of the day. I haven't even gotten up to cook. Eric keeps going out to get food, and he's gonna make dinner because I'm just like I can't do it. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And last night we went to a friend's house and I tried to be cute. I should have put them next to me so I could show you. And I wore my like really cute, you know, like little patent, like, or they're pleather. They're definitely not real leather. My boots. But, mm-hmm. you know, in Newcastle, like we just walk everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 35 minutes later, I'm like, ah, like my feet hurt so much. Oh and I was like, and we have to walk home after. And yeah, <laughs> so my feet hurt a lot like honestly last night what'd you say mm-hmm. what'd you say oh, I was like sir we're gonna have some metro fans I know I should yeah did you hear me uh-uh you about the shoes what'd you say oh no that, that's what all I was saying hold on oh. you got that the floor is over to you yeah but no I had to um I had to, yeah. So Eric was like, "Do you want to just wear my shoes?" And I was like, "Well, no, because you don't have anything to wear." And then um, <laughs> we were also with Vicky, and then 
she was like just take them off and I was like no 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 no. and honestly we were like five minutes away from the house like we've been walking for like just a couple of minutes and I was like mm-hmm. I gotta take them off because we walked up we were walking up some stairs you know everything there's like hills and mm-hmm. and so I was like That'd yeah I can't it. do this so I took them off they had to carry me like over a puddle um and I then eventually Eric was like just put my shoes on <laughs> so I like oh, put his on so and like walked the rest of the way but I was like I'll never do that again but you know you have to have the experience to know mm-hmm. like and now I've learned no. to only you know I can only wear those when we're like in an Uber or when we're gonna mm-hmm. you know ride to wherever we're going which is never because we walk everywhere but you know I learned my lesson but my feet my feet still hurt like I'm sure it'll be better by tomorrow, but they, tomorrow. yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's like, I got this really like gross cut. Like when we got to, when we got to our friend's house, I was, I was taking my shoes off and there's just like this bloody disgusting cut on my leg, like from where the shoe had been like scratching me the whole walk. And like, oh. I, I felt it like as we were walking, but it was just like, oh, I was like, oh, this little scratch is uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, I'm bleeding. A little scratch. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't like that. And I scar so easily every time. Like I'm always getting into these random little accidents and I'm like, it's just going to leave a scar. Like it always does. Do you ever wake up with like scratches on you and stuff? Or is that just me? I used to, it used to happen a lot. And so I'm really curious (laughs) about why it doesn't happen as much anymore. Cause I'm like, ah, the demons chilled out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm sorry about your feet. It's fine. You know, I did it to myself. So I can't even, you know. I'd be scared to wear heels and stuff just because of that. And I was so scared to even get my docs because I was like, mm. I've just heard everybody like, it takes so long to break up and yeah. it's going to hurt the back of your leg. And I'm like, I can't spend over a hundred dollars for my <laughs> feet to be hurting. Like it's just, it wasn't adding up, but then, yeah. you know, the government helped me take that leap and I got, <laughs> wait, what do you mean? A, um, I'm going to thank the United States, um, covid relief and we oh oh is that i don't know for some reason i thought you had docs like in newcastle i guess not no unfortunately not in newcastle i was down bad well at least by the the beginning i was like yeah we doing it up and the shops and stuff there actually was so like affordable what was that one place that was in um it's like that little marketplace area near the school i think and it was a really like I don't know. I guess it would be similar to like H&M or Forever 21. Mm. It had multiple levels, but their prices were like so... Was it Primark? Yes, that's what it is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I used to see a whole bunch of reviews on like um, YouTube and stuff. And I used to be like, oh, that's definitely not a place I can afford um, because money tight. But then went in there and I'm like, fuck. I remember. Yeah, we went to Primark together. That's where I got my robe. (laughs) Oh, my robe. Just this little like short robe that I got. Because I remember it. I was like, I just don't, I don't like to use bath towels. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, let me just get a robe. So I'm not like, I should invest. Drip dry. Is it like a little sexy one? Because I it was, but I lost. I think I can't remember if I took it when I left England. If I took it back home with me, and so, but I, I I think I must have because I remember Mm -hmm. like I didn't have the string anymore, and so it was just like an open robe, and I was like, and thankfully, like at home, I only live with one other person, so Mm -hmm. and she didn't, you know, but um, I brought I got a new one when I was home, and so I brought a new one back with me. So I'm like wearing, you know, wearing my new robe again. 
first off, I don't got no role, nor nobody that you know. I mean, besides my close friends on Instagram, but y'all just exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love y'all for the support. I feel like I just get endless amounts of support in the close friends, and I'm so thankful because I just be on. I'll be on my bonkers when I'm there. I'm like, I just need to express myself right now. And it's so great. It? I'm so glad that you do it. Cause it's just like, we all need that space. And like, you just carved it out. Close friends on Instagram, honestly, is perfect for that. It's um, so, I, and everybody else is so funny. It's like a fence just like right there. But exactly. Yeah. And people don't even know like on the regular stuff. Cause with my regular um story posts be just like, so like, you know, trying to be harmonious or like loving stuff like that. And then I'm like, but the truth is, <laughs> I see yeah you have your like black history month like historical like photo and history lesson and I keep clicking and I'm like this is this is okay (laughs) I just gotta let them know that I'm in multiple different spaces at all you're dichotomous you're that mind is (laughs) but um going onwards from that um, yes how was your day what's been going on hmm what has been going on oh yeah like I said the nails y'all yes. I'm lacking so haven't got my nails done but I was actually going to ask um this young man who I'm actually going to see is it in- the same the one that we talked about yesterday or is it this is a new young man now I'm over here like what one we were talking about yesterday the one that we were talking about yesterday because it, it sort of wouldn't make sense because the one that we we're talking about yesterday you're like no I'm just gonna pause that for a while oh, so yeah, it would, that yeah. is still on the <laughs> okay. hold although um when I he actually is my close friends and um yeah he mm. like you know wanted to swipe up on me this morning I'm like boy anyways but I just <laughs> you know we're gonna get into it because we can't give away all the juice on the line because these are <laughs> on end but um no we still not um not that young man right now not at this mm. moment because I need to work on my heart because my loyalty I just be too attached sometimes and I just would rather it's so beautiful have- but it's just like unfortunately the world and people are just not set up to receive that all the time not all the time and especially like in that particular instance it's like and I feel like in a grand scheme of like who I am I'm a person who does fall for people and I in return I want somebody to fall for me but mm-hmm. I never really like get that return with somebody like oh like I'm so like down with this and stuff or if it does be like that then they like put me on this pedestal and then like I get knocked off that pedestal sooner rather than later mm-hmm. and it's just like oh my gosh can't we just because when I be falling I be like okay this person's still irky and I can still see all their like humanness and stuff but I just I just really be liking the person as the individual too yeah outside of what they do for me but then I'd be like okay you got to, <laughs> something got to give sorry about that this is so <laughs> but um yeah but so that's still on pause for right now and we may chat sometime soon mm-hmm. but um going forward to this young man and this is actually somebody who when I was on tinder like a couple 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 months ago funny enough it was actually last year because he looked through the text and he was like you texted me a whole year later I was like oop my fault but um (laughs) (laughs) wait so did he respond and then you like left him on red and then you responded a year later is that what happened I you know I don't got my red receipts on because people don't need to know what I'm up to but um (laughs) but yeah pretty much something like that the thing is I looked at the conversation and I was like okay I wonder how tall this man is because when we was mm. first talking I asked him how tall he was he said he was five seven mm. I said and I looked 
something in me but just was like search five seven in your messages to see if we <laughs> had the conversation before i looked at that um, tra- like into action and that was when we last like was talking for real oh. <laughs> like, oh my god wow one day i'm sorry I'm, and i'm not really like even picky about like height or yeah. at least i haven't been especially before i started talking to a guy who was six five i'm like i I'm five four, so I really am not one to be like, oh, you gotta be six feet or no. Mm-hmm. But um that five seven really just did a number. I also wasn't <laughs> necessarily like, well, at the time I was really like into trying to find a mate or somebody to date or whatever, mm-hmm. or just you know, somebody to vibe with and stuff. And um, but now I'm just trying to take it from the angle of like, oh, just getting to know this person and see if they are the person who yeah. I want to vibe with. And yeah. um, and that don't mean I have to have like that initial attraction and stuff, which also might be part of like my downfall so often, that initial attraction, that chemistry and everything, and then you know, you get kind of lost up in that and um mm don't really allow too much space about like actually like you know getting to learn the person and fill them out and really figure out like if they are what I want ultimately because in a way in my head I will mold them into what I want and I'll be like yeah that's that's good but I I know what I want but um (laughs) yeah so that uh we're supposed to go get some margaritas at some place that actually I didn't realize because I was looking up margaritas because I kept on telling him I want margaritas the place that we're going, my ex actually used to and it's all good. We just kind of <laughs> bless my ex for bringing this to my attention. But actually, I didn't know that it was the same place because I thought that where we were going was a bar, but this place is a taco place. And so I'm like, mm. it's no way that can be it. But it's down in Fells, and I'm like, there's no way that can be it. And then I looked at the pictures from Google. And I said, oh, that's, that looked like, is it? Actually, I looked at the menu before I looked at the mm. pictures. And I was like, that menu look familiar. And I don't like it. I love that you recognize the menu. Wait, did you go there often before? About two was, times. Okay, well, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. enough to like be familiar. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. And, I mean, if you liked it, you liked it. You can, there's no reason to not, you know. I'm there for the drinks. So. Also, that's like a thing. I know, well, I don't know if you, if you, because I know sometimes like depending on the situations, like where you mm-hmm. might feel anxious, but I feel like you like tend to be like more comfortable in like dating situations and stuff because it's like exciting. But I you know, when so. you can like, you like scope out the vibe before you go. So you're less nervous and like you're already familiar with it. So, you know, you're like already like it's- a step ahead in this, you know. You did that. Thank <laughs> you. I'm not gonna lie though. This young man, and I don't care who he is, but I hate when somebody just want to ch- chill, like just go to their place and chill. I told him no, we not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's not what I want to do. And I said if you want to do that, um, then we just won't hang out, and that's fine. Like that. I love that. <laughs> I 2021 love- London. That's so yeah, because it's just like already like establishing the sort of precedent you would want. So mm-hmm. you know, if this were to continue on a uh, relationship and everything going from this on forward I do want to ask did you hear about like because like this is kind of in the same kind of boat um what that lady B Simone I don't I really don't know who she is but what she was saying about like um (laughs) just like women and um just about like what we supposed to bring to the table and stuff because we always looking for like providers or da 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 and okay so apparently this happened <laughs> um, quite recently I keep seeing um, her on my explore page uh explore page on Instagram but I never click on it what's the, yeah tell me what she's saying oh the also who is she 
no real talk because I just had to ask who I don't even know I asked somebody else earlier today oh my sister actually because I was talking about the same thing mm. I was like I don't know who B Simone is but apparently it's like all this like you know conversation around what she was saying in the video because I ain't watched the video either so y'all yeah. I'm not I'm not a um, verified source but um to sum it up she was saying something along the lines of like how typically you could assume that her audience is black women and just like how but she was saying women in general um but like how women are constantly seeking like these provider um protector types and da 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 but she was saying in the same breath like oh what do you bring to the table this that and the third but here's my response to that but I was also listening to a YouTube video that was reaffirming um some of the same thoughts that I had um which is something along the lines, especially with black women and stuff. I feel like so often we are told to settle. Like we are told to date down or we have to date equally, but it's not the case for like women of other races to aspire to date up, like to want better for Mm -hmm. themselves, like want better than they can provide for themselves and stuff. And it just sucks because of course, statistically speaking, like black women across the board are doing better than black men. And this is speaking in purely binary binary, um, terms and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But just like, it just just rubbed me the wrong way about like how society is constantly like making it out to seem that black women have to like prove themselves to be worthy of a love that they want a love that they deserve and it's like you got to bring out your whole resume to be like oh I'm a business owner I'm I also you know my body look like this you know my face look like this I keep myself together all this stuff just to like get a person who's on technically the same level or below yeah (laughs) No offense, but I be seeing black women consistently <sighs> they down and mm-hmm. I'm not saying necessarily there's anything wrong with like in terms of finances and stuff like that. If you're a man make less than you, because when it comes to me, money really isn't a thing. I really like being in like relationships and stuff because I like the feeling. I like those, mm-hmm. like the emotional aspect and all that good stuff. No offense, but I don't I don't know if anybody ever had the money to keep up with me for real, for real. But um mm-hmm. so I don't be even thinking about that. But anyway, just in that grand scheme of things of like what I'm looking for um going forward and stuff and just like not settling for um just what I don't want because I know what I want and I just feel oftentimes like black women are just like echo back to them about like how they have to prove themselves for what they want compared mm-hmm. to everybody else but um yeah if you have any thoughts or viewpoints on that please express that but they were also mentioning about just like dating outside of your race as a black woman and stuff and mm-hmm. I also agree that when I did date outside of my race like I was you know, it wasn't even a question about the thing that I wanted. Like they, these were people who were making sure that I was, it, I wasn't asking for anything, but then oftentimes, you know, when I do date within my race and I'm not saying anything about the brothers cause I'm, I want me a Kang, but um, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, it's so many men who have been in my face. Like, Oh, you asking for too much or you want too much wow. or you need too much or yeah. da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I know what I want. And that's why you're saying that. But you know, it's just like, this is not stuff that I even be asking for from other people. And I can see like similar dynamics, even within like the way I interact with my friends versus like lovers and stuff. It's like the things that I get with my friends, those are, it's just stuff that's not even asked for. It's just a given. And Mm -hmm. so it just be feeling like pulling teeth with lovers trying to get stuff that I'm like, 
I've been had this, been there, done that, and I can get more. So like, I don't know, either get with the program or skip. But um, yeah, that's <laughs> my point on that. So yeah. yeah, if anybody in the comments wanna write your thoughts, please feel welcome. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like, well, I don't know, <clears throat> you know, my like a dating experience is like limited, mm -hmm. but that's also because I feel like, um, I don't know, just like hitting puberty and stuff when I became like, like started to fill out, you know, physically and stuff and became more visible in that way. I was extremely uncomfortable with the attention I got. Mm -hmm. And I think that just <laughs> like persisted for years. Um, and so I wasn't like soup, like fully comfortable until like, yeah pretty much like college and that's mm -hmm. when I was like, yeah, that's, real. <laughs> like that's real like when is somebody gonna have sex with me it's like <laughs> what happened in college it's no, like, like my goal and so you know but um no like I feel like prior to that like because even oh, I just remembered yeah like being in high school and growing up in the suburbs and so like not having a lot of black men around but like still you know it's like the 30 black kids who went to my high school mm -hmm. so it's like we find each other and like link but um and yeah, just like within those circles of like them sort of not like ever verbally, but like through the people that they date or like comments that they make would make me feel inadequate and like, be, you know, and it just, I don't, yeah. And then I think that continued on in college and stuff where it was just like, oh, like you're such a like friend and like, so like that, or it's just like, I'm expected to like hook up with you, but like, where's this like in exchange of like ideas and like conversation? Oh, right. I don't know. And it's just, yeah, I feel like in terms of like yeah like um dating outside your race and stuff that's like a really interesting one because I feel within myself I have I feel sometimes like I have like a lot of insecurities about that mm -hmm. even though nobody in my life has expressed anything or like made any comments or said anything but it's yeah. just like with I don't know for me I'm like uh but I think it's only because I talk about this a lot but like <laughs> last year me and another friend um who he's also like his girlfriend is white and um she he, he and I would like we found or I think I found this Instagram of a person we went to high school with and he's like um just like a very like pro-black anti everyone else um I think if like yeah if you were like a white person like expressing the views that he had then we'd be like oh he's racist but I think because he's black people like oh but, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like he was everybody is like all type of animal and caveling and like he's I mean he's you're talking down about Asian people like everybody except black people and I'm like I understand like the response because it's like obviously like for a black American person and you know black people like all over the world but it's just like when you sort of had like you know colonization like we ha we've had a rough history for a we lot of you know or that's at least like what we focus on when we talk about it and so it's just like having the extreme pride in who you are when the world is sort of telling you not to I understand like why somebody can have that sort of like belief system but reading through that stuff it just made me feel like subhuman because he'd like degrade like black people who like date outside their race and stuff like that and it's just like but how can you like this whole group of people and it was just like some weird like eugenics stuff where it's like oh these black people are having babies with white people and they're trying to weed out their blackness and it's like maybe I just like my partner like I don't know like if it, if it has to be that deep no but offense just, and I do oh go on sorry <laughs> I didn't want to into right? this one thing but um and this is not to well the people who know it apply but a lot of um for example like hotel black men and stuff will <laughs> like push 
every single narrative besides them not being accountable for their actions as to why the black family structure is all over the place they will push it eugenics lgbt anything else besides them (laughs) from all the bs so you are putting black women or other black people into this bs and then trying to blame it on stuff that i mean related in its own ways mm-hmm. but not in the way that you trying to make it out the scene like yeah okay, they might have agendas but you like what? it's it's just <laughs> gross yeah and then like my friend and i commented on because like his whole page was dedicated to like i didn't see any examples of like or they were like oh these like black athletes who are dating white women and stuff are married to white women and i was like he's not talking at all about black women and then my friend was like honestly like when it comes to like a lot of hotep men, you know that like for them, women are like, <laughs> women are below them. So he was like, he probably doesn't even consider you. <laughs> like He's like, who cares about black women? It's like about the black men. And I was like, you know what? But I was like, it's just gross. And like, he's like, there's like a couple people I went to high school with who, I think, I don't know what it is, but something about like growing up in the suburbs and being around like three other black people like warps our brains and we turn mm-hmm. out like, <laughs> I think that's exactly. like worst case scenario, but there's like a few people I graduated, you know, high school with who were like that, who have those. And I know in high school, that is not the vibe that they were on. And so I'm like, is this like some sort of reaction to the way that you were before mm-hmm. to, you know, not wanting to be a black woman before? So now you've like made a switch up. Like, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I like, I don't know. This is like so interesting too. Cause I think ugh, I get really heated or like emotional when it comes to like stuff about race. I think mm-hmm. because it being in school when people would like make little comments or like say something made me uncomfortable I never felt um confident enough to like say anything about it and so I'd just be like okay and Uh so now I'm like well actually and I think because I studied more and like have more of a education to be like "Mm, well but um because I just it's so ridiculous like just to have like hangouts about race and stuff I'm like Mm -hmm. oh and like I know it's like really important because it's just like obviously if like you're race like your entire being has been like subjugated and like sort of looked down on you're gonna want to find pride in that but I'm like fingers crossed like six seven hundred years in the future it's not even like a thing it's like not even a like not a conversation that we need to have have we still gonna be fighting each other over class so I I was gonna say like what we need to do is like (laughs) stop being mad because like your skin color is different because we're both poor and like we need to be like worried about who's up there like we need to be like fighting up not like amongst ourselves like it's so annoying (laughs) then thoughts is not there they're not here with it it's wild those are some valid points and definitely that knowledge over time like helps you build up more of a like pride in yourself and stuff Mm -hmm. but I think also maybe it should be more of an emphasis on pride on yourself as an individual so you're not like pushing these like narratives onto everybody else um especially like other black people like having a date within your race and stuff I mean I think love is love and stuff you Mm -hmm. fall in love with whomever like no matter what it's just chemistry and then a whole array of other things and stuff that is not um up to our control and stuff so yeah the narratives I just hope you know people just open up the space more for especially like black women black femmes and everything Mm -hmm. to you know be able to ask for what they want um be given the rights and access to the knowledge um to learn what they want and to really um identify with the things that they want uh and be able to get it because it's yeah. realistic and we all these like all these different like viewpoints I feel like just helps 
maintain like the status quo, like this internalized like misogyny and like um, anti-blackness within mm-hmm. your own self. And like, you know, it's just hard to like really find your identity within yourself because everybody's saying, oh no, like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, y'all are doing something wrong in some way, fashion and form. And it's just like, no, we just know what we are. We are these beautiful, limitless beings. And that's that. And anyways, black women, black films, we are the blueprint. So boom. And that, <laughs> that. but um yeah, I love your uh viewpoints on that as well because I just I just want a lot out of this world, Kim. And yeah. I swear, and that's even involving like my love life and stuff. And I just want it all. And I Truly. think I'm gonna have it all. Exactly. Along, I realized that this is our 20s, our younger 20s, and I have time. <laughs> I have time. <laughs> I can act a little bit, you know, however I want now, but also not sticking so putting both feet down so firmly into the ground right now as mm-hmm. if this is the end all be all because it's so much more to learn, so many more experiences to experience and people to love and yeah so we don't have to end it right here right now and mm-hmm. I had to really get that in my head because Kim I wanted to be married by now but I'm <laughs> in my 20s so you got plenty of time start worrying when you're like 30 I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know that's <laughs> just the that's the when whenever I think like all pop culture is like taught me maybe 35 I'm thinking of like sex in the city because that's like the major one where I just mm-hmm. remembered like is it Carrie no, I, I probably at some point they just like start to freak out by the fact that they're not married and like everybody else is getting married. And I'm like, I don't care about that right now. But I really hope that it's not something that I'm worried about. There's so much like bigger stuff to be worried about. But I don't know. I guess like if that's your if that's your story, that's your story. I say that now, but watch me in like three years. Like, what then? <laughs> Why am I not married? <laughs> oh, you said not married. No. Well, I mean, if I am, fingers crossed. Like, but also if I'm not, like. <laughs> Best case scenario, because weddings are fun. Like, I love being a guest at weddings, so I would love to like host a wedding. Oh my gosh, please! (laughs) Hold up, I'm about to ask everybody, can I host a wedding? Because I, I love to host. Mm -hmm. I love love. I love the cake gonna be edible. I'm like, ah, Ah, everybody's getting lit. Grandma's getting lit. I honestly though I feel like hosting a wedding would be so stressful because you just have to deal with I'm not really good when it comes to dealing with like like teamwork and so when the bride's like well I want to do this I'm like I don't know what to tell you (laughs) yeah exactly this isn't what I want for you so I need you to like (laughs) reevaluate like I'm paying the fifty thousand dollars and you like but you told me to be the host exactly why don't you just arrive on the day thanks Just be there. I got oh. it. Did you ever have a, um, like a Pinterest board with uh, your wedding planned out or just, you know, wedding details or anything? No, I haven't. I'm so basic for that. I would love that. I don't think I had any space on my phone, but now I just got uh. my new phone with 120 something. We're moving up in the world. So we might just get a Pinterest, but honestly, yeah. do I need any more, any more distractions on my phone? Because honestly, I know I love pretty pictures. Pinterest might be it. better than Instagram or something. Cause I don't think any, nothing on Pinterest is going to make you feel bad about yourself or like 
I mean, it might. It depends on <laughs> what you're looking at. Bad but... for being on there, to be honest. I just be like, yeah, yeah, definitely. You be feeling the same feeling. You be scrolling, and then all of a sudden, it just be like this, like heavy feeling that just kind of. I mean, stuff. yeah, because I just know that I'm wasting. Like, there's no, there's literally nothing productive that comes out of being on Instagram. Like, nothing good comes from social media. So it's just. I be mean, like, like, I feel inspired. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go right. I'm getting back inspiration. In. Yeah, no, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm still trying to unplug. I'm reading this new book that I got. Um, We just picked it up at the grocery store the other day. Um, Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll just give this read. It's actually, it's like one of those, like, um, I don't read a lot of contemporary fiction. um, But yeah, so this is like a newer one. I think it was like just published. And it's a, it's like a crime drama, like mystery novel about, it's called The Other Passenger. Mm. look it's like right next to me literally because I was like reading a bit before we started but um I've been doing some reading too but I'm like yeah it's um it reads very quickly because like the previous the other two books I read before this um took actually no one of them I read in one day because I was like ooh, juicy you better and I kept like flipping it wasn't it wasn't that long <laughs> it was a very short and I kept because com- it was like translated from Japanese oh. and so whenever I read stuff like that or watch stuff like that I'm like oh some of these translations <laughs> like I'm like is this how they really wrote this but anyway um yeah no this is a quick read but I'm like it feels really good to like not be on my phone and I just miss we talk about this all the time but just like yeah. reading the lost art of like looking at a, some pages in a book um yeah no it's really, I'm not sure if your imagination do that whole thing when you read in like of course yeah. I don't know what these characters look like but I know what these characters look like you know like it's a film in my head like <laughs> So <laughs> honestly, I can I'm writing along with you because I've been reading well last night I kind of stayed up really late, but I stayed up reading for the most part too. Mm. And um the just the way that the pictures play out in your mm-hmm. I just okay reading this book um and gonna be the same food twice or something. And it's about this girl Stevie who like moved to from Chicago to um san francisco to and like she joined like the whole lgbt scene there and mm. stuff like that and she's just trying to find her sexuality like like just figure herself out and stuff like that but it's just wow oh my gosh i got into some crazy parts her the little buddha she was talking to mm, all i gotta say <laughs> is, don't be snorting none of that in scary she was I, like, oh, she a draggy, but um, <laughs> that reminds me for some reason. Okay, when I was so back in when I was still in Atlanta, um, I was in this black. Ooh, what was it called? Let me get this right because I took two courses by the same professor. One of them was Black Feminist Thought, and I don't remember what the other one was. Whatever, I was in the other class, and um, her her syllabus was actually so full of just such a variety of things she wanted all different types of stuff from us in terms of homework and stuff she's also one of those professors who just like turned up like with her tea in her hand and like no bag um (laughs) would just be like all right guys but um yeah no also one time I was in my apartment like complex and I was leaving and I saw her coming out of one of the buildings and I was like does she live here but I never saw her again so I don't know she could have just been seeing somebody period right she's such a uh wow what a great woman i really want to say her name but i'm not going to but um, to her and she might right, get a copy out. of this to her email exactly thank you for your um contribution <laughs> right to my to my, my like you know being but she um mm-hmm. 
on the syllabus, there was this book. I cannot remember what it was called, but I'm sure if we, I did some Google, I could f- figure it out because she said that this book was written, um, like it was by some black woman who I think was like living in Atlanta or like a, a black person. I can't remember what their, um, you know, gender identity was, mm-hmm. but um, pretty much it's like 50 shades of gray, except brown people. And I think it was like uh, queer as well. And like, um 50 shades of gray I think because apparently that writer also like took from twilight and my professor was also making the claim that uh the writer 50 shades of gray took from like this series as well but just like whitewashed it and like made it like hetero and like boring (laughs) but um we read some some of the chapters were on our syllabus and like I remember I, I barely did all my reading for class but I do remember reading some of those and it was like so spicy and I was like wow like people really just are living these really like orgy filled you know lives with all these like beautiful black people and you know they just are successful <laughs> and like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my professor was also one of those people because dang some of the oh, stuff I- she talked about we were like oh, what are you getting into on the weekend like what are you getting into <laughs> thank you your teachers be having lives when yeah. I <laughs> It's so wild. They will go right from school, or they will probably be like hungover coming to class. No wonder they got their shades on walking in, and they keep the yeah. lights off in the movie yes. today because they ain't got it in them. And then right after that, they about to go to the, the <laughs> like, ew, it's going down. They don't got nothing. To, it's just wild I, to think of your um, yeah. teacher as a whole human. Exactly. And not just- exactly. I think that's why I'm like, ooh, being a professor would be so spicy because I could just be myself, but also just have this really cool like academic job. But also I'm like, academia? Mm. No, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, but I think you as like who you are as an individual will just like press forward um, on your way of like educating and stuff and not like so, so systemic yeah. because you... We know the system ain't for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say about teaching. Oh, yeah. Teaching. Oh, yeah. One of the cons, though, because I, too, was thinking of um something of that nature of, like, you know, teaching some, the next person. But my need mother- to teach, but hold on. I have a thing I need to say to you because mm-hmm. we talked about it before, but I'm going to bring it up again. Go on, though. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, my mother just be like, no, don't go. Don't become <laughs> really yeah she just like just too much underpaid and you know yeah yeah, I think that was my because when it studying English people would always ask me like oh you're gonna be a teacher and I'm like no and they're like and I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do stop asking me shut up but like that's exactly what I'm doing now which is like so funny but um I always say that like I'd hesitate to teach um in America just because I know teachers are like have like the most important like job in society because people's families we know are not doing the job of like creating functional people for society and so that falls on to teachers and they don't get paid enough to do that um and so I'm like let me go teach in Norway please have me Norway like somewhere (laughs) but um I don't like kids enough no offense but um I sort of I I get that like I think I'd want to teach I don't know I'd say that I'd want to teach older kids but like kids when they're five are so cute and like they their imaginations like haven't been stamped out by you know the real world yet um but then I don't know I haven't experienced like kids who weren't um American so I guess I don't know um Mm -hmm. but yes okay back to you being a teacher because I remember you were I think you put on your on your close friends but um and then I messaged you about it because I was like 
but you were talking about like doing like a sex education like sort of thing yeah. and I was like I see you so heavily as like some sort of like sex positive like mentor slash guru like that just fits so well into like your interests and like abilities exactly I was like if you can monetize this thing that like you oh, enjoy and like would love to I just because it's just so fun because then you get to expand your own knowledge and like learn all these you know Cause and improve so many lives because people really, 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 really are out here like not exactly. like exploring or like not knowing like what they're allowed to ask for, like, you know, and it's just like, yeah. There's layers to it. And I really do like- London, I think we found your calling. As well. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, I think we found your calling. Thank you. Gotta figure out, like, you know, of course the stats reasonably. And it's so funny because I mean, like, really with like all my friends and stuff, like that is sex is a conversation that I'm like, I really like to, you know, Mm -hmm. converse about it. I like to express about it. I mean, I like the participate (laughs) on and again, but I haven't, you know, celibate for a good long while now. So I'm like, I feel like pretty proud of myself because your girl likes to get down. Um, (laughs) but um yeah like I just it's really just something that I feel very like in tune with mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it like as an art form like yeah. I think gravitates me towards it. but I know it's also like the serious levels to it that I'm like okay like this is all things people should know about testing mm-hmm. and x y and z because I always get tested but um and just like little stuff like that and like you know pleasure some stuff yeah. that's not super explored and like it's just layers to sexuality that I really just love. And I feel like it's just a really, one of the like rawest and freest ways to express yourself because it's like, that is like, you know, supposed to be like the super sacred thing. And it mm-hmm. is sacred, like, especially to me and my own individuality. Yeah. And like, I would hope for everybody else, you know, they feel like all of that is sacred to themselves and stuff. But also it's just like, you know, like it's, it's also just like here to express and stuff like it's open it's you know me being able to share my tales or you know if I do so choose to sleep with people in the future and stuff like that like it doesn't make it any less sacred or anything like it just you know makes me more knowledgeable on my own sacred Mm -hmm. like energy and like other people can also like cultivate that and stuff as well because I think I definitely think I'm gonna try to use this it's called like kundalini energy um which is like some sorry again but (laughs) it's something along the lines of like tantra and like tantric um like stuff I'm not sure if anybody's super familiar with that but it's like kind of a mix of like um meditation yoga and like sex stuff so um Mm. and kundalini energy is like this energy that's like at the root of your spine that they like um want you to bring a lot of awareness to to like you know transmit throughout your body while you are you know doing your thing and that's something that I'm definitely like you know trying to cultivate on my own and I want other people to you know know that they have that at the base of their like you know in their womb or in their like you know base of their body and stuff like it exists it's just another energy like Mm -hmm. pocket I think and one of the most powerful honestly like we create life out of these things like um out of these little pockets out of our body and stuff so it's like you know just to think something so powerful like that can happen like you can also transmit that energy into other things and I just want a lot of love and creativity and fun out of it so (laughs) let's get it so I would love to educate further so yeah, if anybody there's so wanna... many places that you can go with that and people there's definitely a space for it 
I think Webber. it's so easy for me to like just since I know you I'm like that it's just per- a perfect fit like it, yeah <laughs> and, I feel honest, and I really it's so funny to even think that like I feel like comfortable like being associated with that because I used to have a really complicated relationship with like seeing myself in that man mm. and I still at times like it can every now and again like happen where I just feel very like really shameful or really like just Mm, like, like myself and it doesn't happen at all anymore like very rarely if any but mm-hmm. I remember just being young and being just so uneducated about myself and feeling like I was just like gross and stuff but I always been a little a little freak so um <laughs> and as I've grown to learn that it's okay for me to like be like this and have these feelings and have these desires and stuff and um I'm allowed to seek them out and yeah but also you know it's layers to it as well because yeah these human earthly desires sheesh they get you into some mental and emotional exactly, and spiritual yeah. so yeah gotta I think Mm-hmm. in terms of because I feel like yeah um well I can't I have nothing to compare it to except my own experience yeah. um but like or I guess history too but I wonder about um just like when it comes to because this is a conversation I've had a couple times I remember one time I was like with this guy and we were talking um <laughs> we were talking about porn and I was asking him or he was just giving me all his whole history about Mm -hmm. like his relationship with porn and stuff and he was like you know like or he was saying that he had gone like it had been a few years since he'd I think I don't know he's like 23 at the time and so I was yeah and he yeah so I guess I don't know I don't know when anyway let me stop (laughs) let me move on to like what I'm actually trying to say because now I'm like speculating about stuff I don't need to get into but um he was just saying that like yeah you know like porn changes your brain chemistry Mm. like and it creates like all these negative you know uh ideas and perceptions for you know boys and men like before they've had like you know experiences with women and stuff and he's like just talks just talking about all the negative side effects and why he's just like i'm you know good off that now and then i was um because I know, I know like porn as an industry is like with the internet has like skyrocketed and there is like a new, not a new, because I feel like, you know, sex positivity has been around in like different incarnations for like a couple generations at least. Yeah. But in terms of like with porn, like having the, like. Hence hmm? a connection between that two though. Like, I don't feel like, you know, just because you're learning this from this sex educator or like this sex health, like ad class and stuff, I don't know if it's that easy to make that connection from this to that. Like you, um, my fault, but. Yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. I just, mm-hmm. um, well, no, that's because that's what I'm saying is like, you know, like porn itself is like more accessible and like yeah. incredibly uh, has more of a reach than any like positive or informative education about sex does like unequivocally um but yeah so just in terms of like because I, I don't know because like I'm like oh it's like really cool that we're like able to have like open and honest conversations about sex but I think that's just because we like exist in a bubble and I feel like the majority of the world that that's just not the case yeah so it like does like frighten me a bit because I'm like well for the majority of the world like porn still is read- readily available but not like honest and safe conversations about consent and things like that mm. and then, i don't know how good it is for society like for us to be like so like i feel like it's all right to be like okay with sex and recognize that everyone's you know that people everybody's having it that's how we exist that's why we keep you know but like i don't know if that like mm-hmm. if we're like being um like 
just like we have so much more access to it and mm. I feel like that we know that it does like affect the way people develop mm-hmm. we're not also like that access is it being supplemented with like how to be safe what consent means and stuff like that and I'm just like ah oh, because I feel like we it is like in a lot of ways it's like good that we don't have to like feel shameful about it but I do think it's like with the exposure comes a responsibility and nobody's like taking that up like none of like Pornhub is not like being like oh you know actually you know nobody's doing that and so it's just like oh we it feels sell like it feels like something to celebrate because it's just like oh we don't have to feel like ashamed about it anymore but it's just like yeah but like have has anything have we learned anything but I guess like maybe there are like more conversations about consent and stuff but I think that's only a result of like you know me too and stuff yeah, like that it's not because like porn people are like trying to like are saying that we need to you know I don't and know. a lot of them sites and stuff you know they I, I think they recently did a cleanup actually on a lot of them sites because it was like a lot of stuff that wasn't you know supposed to be up there yeah. like and but it's I think, just yeah mm-hmm. a lot of those moderators like I don't think that there's enough moderators it can't for be. the amount of like because imagine like if YouTube like because I think YouTube does have moderators but like for the amount of YouTube videos that get uploaded every day and like I, I know there's not like you know and so it's just like so there's definitely stuff on Pornhub that's getting passed um uh and it's just like ah like it's just and then the people who have to sit there and watch that like their brains as well like I just don't know how like and the thing about me like and I can like even attest to it because I mean when I do watch stuff I like you know start to be a little bit every now and again typically like you know scenes that are like a little bit more you know kinkier or like mm-hmm. stuff like that but I can definitely understand I don't even know how I like made it as sane as I am now which I might be a little kooky actually you know <laughs> that I think about it, but you know just getting into like younger um younger folks brains when they like watching that and stuff and thinking that that's the way it's supposed to go just like pretty much reiterate yes, exactly and even on the flip side like I've read recently I think an article about like um young younger women or maybe I was talking to somebody about it about like younger women feeling like they had to participate in like super like rough yeah yeah and it's just like no you don't have to do that to like please nobody like that's mm. not something that you have to do and it's it's layers to it's just layers to how you can perform and express your sexuality and you can fluctuate as much as you want and you can do whatever you want and it's just framing making this framework around like you know this really uneducated like experience pretty yeah. much like, it's just like no this is supposed to be something fun and everybody mm-hmm. enjoy, everybody consenting to you know we all like participating and we don't have any preconceived ideas as to how it should go because I think I mean expectations I feel like has hurt, hurt us all across the board of this lifetime um but you know stuff like that where you like it's just ah, like no you should not have to go in there thinking you gotta get your hair pulled or you gotta be da da da. like no mm-hmm. you can go in there and also be able to ask for and you know want for loving vanilla like sex mm-hmm. that's just like you know cool like you're just loving and all of that jazz and stuff so it's it's a complete disconnect um on 
from this side to that side. Like, yeah, I want us to be liberated and yeah. out there, but um, we have to be educated too. So, like you were just saying, it's the responsibility on top of all of that, like liberation mm-hmm. or like perceived liberation, because as we can see, we boxing ourselves up now into a whole nother hole, and yeah, it's not it's good. Just, yeah, can't imagine like you know these young minds being so influenced by these things. I just pray that still we are continuing like our education on like stuff like consent and stuff like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even like from the Me Too movements and stuff, how they used to like stress like that uh, one line, like you shouldn't have to um, teach a girl, like your like daughter or something like how to, I don't know, be safe or something like that. Like you should teach your like um, son or something like not to like and stuff like that. Like it's just like continue that, continue to teach your children how to, you know, respond and how to be a decent human being. You know, even if you have like urges, sexual urges and stuff, they happen. You don't have to like, that Mm -hmm. don't have nothing else to do with anybody else. That's you. That's yeah. I remember I had this, um, African-American studies class and, uh, and this is another thing where it comes to like, cause you, within I don't know because I'm just like bringing up like more divisions but like I think the class is like 97 percent black um and my professor did a really good job of sometimes playing devil's advocate just to get the conversation going um but I remembered oh there was this guy he was so beautiful I was like wow what a beautiful man after class like we would just talk about him anyway um (laughs) so he no 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 he was just a student he was a student um the professor was a woman I remember she was like because she looked really young and she was like I'm a doctor okay you know let's get that straight and we're like okay girl like but um and she I think she had her daughter when she was like really young and so in turn like with her looking so young and like having her daughter she's like when she would like go to her daughter's school people would be like confused and they'd be mm. like, uh, she'd be like, hi, I'm doctor, you know, so-and-so. And so they'd be like, oh, okay. But um, <laughs> she, I don't know, she just like came to class every day ready to fight. Like, I don't know what was wrong, but it's just very, it was like very aggressive energy. And it was like 9.30 in the morning as well. So I was like, ma'am, but you I'm know. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was asleep 20 minutes ago, please. No, but what? um, <laughs> her class. Um, okay, yeah, so we're in class and we're talking about, Oh, okay. Cause I remember like having, this is like the first time I was having thoughts of like, as a black person, how can you be so easy? How can you so easily understand? Or like, you see a person that's racist and you're like, how can you be racist? That's so dumb. But mm-hmm. then like, when it comes to gender, you, you have the same biases that they do about color. And I'm like, how can you, and how do you not see the, but anyway, so this guy was saying, um, we were having a discussion about basically what it, what you were saying before of like oh like you don't you shouldn't teach women how to not do this or what mm-hmm. they need to do you should be mm-hmm. teaching boys like what not to do mm-hmm. and he was like saying you know with his uh with his sister he's like with his younger sister he's like my dad had to have a conversation to her with her about you know what not to wear how not to act and stuff like that so she's not so things like don't like don't befall her and then and he was like and I, I think I or somebody was like why why you should be the one having the conversation of like what not to do she shouldn't have to and I think the uh the way that he phrased it was just like well 
in a perfect world, yes, but our world doesn't mm-hmm. exist like that right now. So then mm-hmm. therefore we have to, you know, and we're like, okay, well then moving forward, why can't we now begin to say to boys? And he's like, no, cause that's not what the world it is. And I'm like, or that's not what our world is. And I'm like, but it can't, we have to do it. Like we, we have, have to, to start. exactly. And so he's just like, Kat. you can do both now. And honestly, exactly. you can yeah. be safe. You can teach them how to react to their urges, react to whatever is going on in their head because obviously it'd be something that's not mm-hmm. controlled not well taught about not you know whatever yeah yeah it's oh. a while yeah i remember we also do you know that video tip drill or the nelly song tip drill yeah you got watch the video mm-hmm. um <laughs> but we watched that video <laughs> in class and my professor was so dirty. She like turned the music off. She's like, we're not about to turn up in here. Um, we're like we're here to learn. But um, so we watched the video on silent. Um, and then <laughs> we had a discussion about it afterward. But like that's the video where like Nelly famously like slides a card in this woman's butt cheeks. Oh, okay. And I've seen that yeah, part. yeah. And then one of the guys because like we had this like very heated discussion about mm. it and this guy was like she consented to that and because mm. she's wearing those clothes she's consenting to whatever happens to her and we were like sir whatever no exactly and he he just would not like go and then and it like extended to like if women don't want these things to happen and they shouldn't dress like this and I'm like sir like it's just like the textbook like stereotypical like male line that he just like delivered and it just I don't know that was a really wild class I remember it ended and I was like genuinely like sad because I was like I feel like so many people arrived at this class with an opinion and left with the same opinion and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do if I don't know what to do with that and that's the I don't know that's the one thing about they came into that class not thinking that their opinion would change they probably came Mm -hmm. in there ready to debate and uphold their thoughts already and you know not open to that change because it's it don't make no sense for you to still be thinking like that like for people for you to not respect somebody else's autonomy because of what they choose to wear or what Mm -hmm. they choose to do that's them as an individual that has nothing to do with you as an individual like Mm -hmm. okay but I'm listening because no no (laughs) did you ever have any experiences like that um like when you were in school I'm trying to think high school college um, um <laughs> I'm trying to think um I don't think so much in college maybe in high school um mm, I honestly don't know because what the heck was I doing I was by myself like I just was chilling but I mean it was definitely like just so many different like divisions especially in high school that was seen since I went to a private all-girls school um majority white girls um across the street from this all-boys school so it was just like layers as to like divisions in terms of class in terms of race in terms Mm -hmm. of sex and it was just like ah like uh, I don't know it's just a big um ostracization i don't know if that's a real word <laughs> that me out um zone and uh but i'm i'm blanking right now as to if anybody really i would say if anything it was probably like interpersonal um connections that i made probably like dating the wrong people who just mm. was who could not see eye to eye on where i was coming from or people who were just ignorant like oh my gosh like i i told i mentioned before that i did like you know date outside of my race and stuff um 
you know what although you know they hmm, although <laughs> some levels of stuff they could give the who that mind i tell you the ignorance <laughs> was outstanding i don't even want to get into too many details because y'all gonna be like london how did you <laughs> nonsense but um definitely just in terms of like having to defend my identity like either as a woman or mm-hmm. as a black woman or you know having to defend you know my i'm gonna say my people you know the diaspora or what is it diaspora or diaspora people i hear it both ways <laughs> Perfect. diaspora diaspora Boom, that's diaspora. a whole other way to say it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm trying like phonetics that's and it's just like you should not have to defend your like self your, yeah. autonomy, your individual being like i mean and the thing is so many people let's say like mm, okay let me just say in general so many people just like want to like Actually, I forgot the thought. It came uh, done, and I love y'all for tuning in with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty much for the most part, I now just kind of stay out the water. Since graduating, it's just been like, you know, not not trying to intentionally put myself into um spaces where I have to constantly defend myself. And um, oh my god, because that's yeah. something I used to. And I still, to a degree, be doing, but I also am learning a lot about myself, a lot about, like, my own self-worth enough to realize that I'm not worth this situation. Y'all don't deserve me explaining nothing to you. Because one, you probably won't even get it. And Mm -hmm. two, you're probably not taking me serious in the first place if I'm having to defend myself. So, like, it's just... Mm-mm, it's mm-hmm. not for me no more um although I love a good debate I tell you what I love yeah. it but I hate at the end when you still racist it's like what <laughs> exactly yeah huh? like it's not a tv show like there's not like a sitcom ending or you know <laughs> like the good ending. but like, you're gonna oh. go on for the rest of your life with this and you know and I guess I don't know it's just like trying to be comfortable with that but I have yeah. like I had like a like a little meltdown the other day mm-hmm. where I got super super emotional and was just crying and like all this stuff was bubbling up and like mm-hmm. we were talking and I was just like ah like because there was like this thing that happened a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. where um somebody in our circle mm-hmm. said uh, she was talking about uh, the like the original title for some book and it had uh-huh. the like the n-word with the hard er on it and she oh. said it and that's the only that's like the third time in my life that that's happened like period what the first time was with a friend like a really good friend her mom said it around me and uh-huh. I was like oh my god and then the second time was last year when I was in Newcastle in class mm-hmm. we were reading 12 years of slave and mm-hmm. this guy literally sitting right next to me um he was like he wanted it I know I was like what, what you do you know but he he was and it was unnecessary as well because he was like recanting or like paraphrasing a book that we all read. We were all in class. We Not were all paraphrasing and exactly. you saying the N-word. Exactly. No. <laughs> right? I'm like, we we read the book together. <laughs> and then my professor, right after he said it, she was like, mm, okay, so here's the thing. Like, there's no need to. You can get your point across mm. without saying it. I don't say it and I'm your teacher and I study this. Like, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, so she, the other day, like she said it and it made me super uncomfortable. And then like I had this whole like thing about like, because even like within my like I don't even I really don't say the n-word unless I'm like singing a song because it's just like I don't know I it's It'd just not funny like when other people say it to me I feel like I'm not like 
it don't sound all the way like exactly right i don't i think because i'm not comfortable saying it it just doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth so i just be like mm. but um so i just don't really be yeah i don't say it but like um i okay and so i like felt really uncomfortable and then it was just i was like in my head about like why i felt uncomfortable and then eric and i were talking and like this whole other like level of stuff came out where i was just mm-hmm. like i feel like I feel so annoyed with myself for like coming back to England around all these people who, you know, I've been told a couple times, like where I'm the only like black woman they've ever like met or had a conversation with. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, so they don't at all like know where I'm coming from. Yeah. They don't at all like have any knowledge of my experience. And so it's mm-hmm. just like, I feel like I'm constantly having to like prove something to them. And I'm just like, and you know, you guys don't have to do that. And you just don't have to do that at all. You can just be who you are and that's it. And it just really frustrates me because I'm like, why would I ever put myself, why would Mm -hmm. I willingly come back to this and put myself in this situation? And then it just like was really um, hard because I was like going to Poland is probably going to be just like that in terms of like around people who don't get it, just ignorant things who don't Mm -hmm. care. And it's just like, I don't want to I don't want to spend my life having to prove like my humanity to people who honestly like because I'm like that's another thing too where I'm telling the line between like like are you just ignorant because you want to be or is it just like a cultural difference that I need to like recognize that like him they had a completely different upbringing than you like why would they know anything about like American history why would just because it's like your entire experience or like because even I was thinking about like stuff like social media like even our experiences with social media are completely different. Yeah, the people that, is- that they see, the stuff that they see is completely different. Cause yeah, to me, I'm like, how could you not know? Like you yeah. see all this stuff, but then I'm like, actually like, no, like they probably don't ever come into contact with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well, it's not my job to like teach them. Yes. And so cause I just, it's just, it's exhausting. And I'm like, cause mm-hmm. like, same thing. Like I love to get into a debate sometimes because I know at the end of the day, like I do have like more information than they do on the subject. I just Period. do, <laughs> but it's just like, annoying when I'm like fact 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 and they're like yeah but and I'm like uh. how I feel about that because I don't think that like okay we didn't ask what you think or what you felt here's the facts and no we're not here for it and oh yeah I I yeah I'm like I know Mm. and then I like it annoys me too because I feel like at home it's like the same sort of thing where people I I think people obviously have more an awareness of like black identity or just like I don't know other stuff that's like important to me I don't know but Mm -hmm. I do feel I felt like very outcasted at home because it's Mm -hmm. just like it was really hard for me to find just like a group of people who have who all have similar interests like I have like lots of individual friends and like lots of friends that I've like hung out with like together and stuff Mm -hmm. but like in terms of like a close like circle because like every all of my friends are so different and so because I just like I'm a I'm a lot of different people and within myself and I feel like at least like being abroad like everybody I feel like we're all just like sort of like a group like put together and it's just like that's really I like that I really do like that aspect of it because I am like learning a lot and I feel like I'm like challenging myself in ways that I like couldn't at home Mm -hmm. but also I'm just like damn just let me just be myself for one day and honestly like it because the after that whole incident where like um she like said the n-word mm-hmm. I just was like yeah I'm gonna take a step back from like having any mm-hmm. conversations about like race or gender or like sexuality or anything because I just like don't feel like getting into it and honestly oh, we've been having a great time <laughs> because I just like don't engage or I just like laugh because I mean mm-hmm. it is funny that we just keep like doing the same things and like it's not mm-hmm. my job to educate them yeah but- Oh, not at all. (laughs) And that's so annoying, especially when you don't expect it to. Like, you really just be like, oh, 
and now like you know even and especially i'm not going to lie like conversations around like you know sensitive topics such as that like those are actually things that i do like to engage in and especially mm-hmm. like with you like it's, it don't feel like it's just when you're defending yourself it kind of gets into like that whole like it gets into layers to like the generational trauma of it yeah. all like how you are having to defend your own trauma and having to validate like your gender like your um ancestries like you know experiences and stuff mm-hmm. constantly and constantly and I had a similar experience actually when a roommate of mine I'm not gonna say names yes. but I remember <laughs> when we had, yeah. went out to the club and we was ah and then they putting on the little R&B and then everybody there it said the N-word and everybody there said and I'm like um <laughs> and so the rest of that night I was just like cooling but then we got back to the flat and I was like oh yeah I don't ever want to hear you say that around mm-hmm. me again like don't like I you know because I won't be able to control whatever you do from around me like when you're not around me but if I hear you saying it again and I would just really was like I'm pleased and we had a whole conversation mm-hmm. about like um just what it meant and the thing is I accepted where they was coming from too because it was a cultural difference and it doesn't have the same weight as it does to me one as an individual me as a black person me as a black american so Mm -hmm. it's just like it was just layers to it and it actually the conversation worked out very well but i can't imagine doing that on a mass scale where you constantly gotta be like i'm black and y'all need because no y'all should just get with the program like mm-hmm. and it should be as simple as even like from an individual to individual basis being able to set a boundary with like if if they supposed to be a friend it's as simple as being like you as my friend I don't like to hear that from you mm-hmm. and it's, if you respect me as a friend then you won't do that around me and yeah I'll, I will never hear anything about that like similar to that from you ever mm-hmm. again as, as an apology but if you don't care to you know make those changes for me then we just, like you said, you just had to back away, even just from the topics of discussion, like. Yeah, it, and it feels good. Like, it's just like, re- and I don't feel like I'm having to like diminish myself because it's just like, I just, it exhausts me and I like don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, I, not right now. Beautiful, bright bands outside of constantly having to talk about our. Exactly. We creators. Exactly, we, yeah. Big imaginary people. We got yeah. all this love and light to give, and now I gotta shut you down because you wanna be cute and say the n word. Yeah, I can understand if it has some like relevance as well. Like when my friend's mom said it, at least she was telling me a story. Oh, I'm like, mom, what did you have to tell me, a black person? Uh, and you know what? Because I remember it, I was off social media that summer, so mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on in the world, pretty much. And this was the summer when Papa John, when he got in trouble for saying, and so she was telling me about that, and so she said it, and I was like, Man, girl, the N word, exactly. You know how they be trying to debate the word crack and the N word, but they be like, one of them you can't. Don't say. start. Don't oh. even start. I, <laughs> I just, I can't. I've never had anybody actually like in real life do that with me. Only like online have I ever seen that. But I'm just like, you you, y'all want to be, you want to be oppressed so bad. Like leave me alone. Like you really want the whole oppression Olympics to follow you. But this young man is um asking me, am I on for three? And I'm just ooh, like, sir, ooh, I am. What on. time is it over there? It's um t- going on two twenty. But okay, um, we can wrap up because it's been yeah, it's been like about it's been over an hour anyway. So, and I'm not. And you got a hot, you got a hot little lunch date. Apparently, are you guys having drinks and food? 
it's a food place so i might as well eat go but ahead I, I yeah. actually did already eat right before this so i'm not Ooh. super hungry i really yeah. do drink but i'm trying not to get too late because it's our first time seeing each other <laughs> i'm not gonna be pulling up that card because <laughs> i'm not trying to pay for this thanks thanks i've never that's on you I really miss just going out. I say this all the time and people are probably sick of hearing me say it, but I just want to go out for dinner and England is still on lockdown. Ain't no restaurant open. Like ain't no bar open. Come on now. But honestly, y'all probably doing better than us because this this has been a mess over here. They like Biden got into office. They said no lockdown, no canceling (laughs) of the student loan, no 2000 stimulus check, no nothing. And I'm like, how long is, um, not how long how many people have been vaccinated over there um i'm not exactly sure but honestly not enough because they haven't been if i'm not mistaken it's not like rollouts or nothing yet where you can just walk up in there if i'm not mistaken you have to wait like a good amount of time to wow. get back i went to the what's clinic going on <laughs> um i I, I could have, yeah. Could be a thing where I just might be the only person not to lose. But the thing is, I don't really be going anywhere, Kim. So mm. I, I just haven't like probably been super informed on it because I'm like, oh, I've just, yeah. And when the information I, yeah. come across my newsfeed, then I'm like, oh, okay, then I'm <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because I'm like, I haven't done a lick of research, but Eric keeps telling me stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> y'all get in the vaccine, y'all ready? To I, listen, also like apparently in Poland, because I'm still getting updates, even though I postponed going. But as mm-hmm. a teacher, I'm a frontline worker, so mm-hmm. I conceivably could like if I probably will have to get vaccinated when I go mm-hmm. in September. Um, so ooh, something about that. passports in terms of like if you vaccinated um, like some type of vaccinated passports and stuff that's, like uh, that's rough I don't want to have to deal with like government stuff like because I'm not at home like I don't want to know I don't need any of that like just no please more. please gov leave <laughs> us alone and exactly us leave us alone I can't wait to start trying Evelyn again, Kendall, and that's what I'm London, really we need you here. Like, we need you here. I was just telling Eric the other day, like, oh, let's just see what Peter's up to and see if we can come to this little villa in Italy this summer. Like, why I'm not? Sorry. Y'all let like, me know. Let me get my bag together. I'm really, I don't know when I could even, like, conceivably, when we could begin to plan a trip. Like, because I don't <laughs> think I can, like, if we can even travel right now. Um, Especially in Italy. Yeah, so probably, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until, like, I was gonna say March, but that's like two weeks away. Um, <laughs> so soon. Yeah, I guess May will be like a nice time to evaluate and see like what we could, cause maybe you know August we could do a little trip before I like head off. Before I head off that to Poland. Love, oh my gosh, universe, give me the abundance, give us the abundance, the trips, everything that we so desire. Yes. But I'm really looking forward to on season two of Wander Lusty to just talk to all of our new guests and we have some visuals Yay. with this because yeah. I guess our, it loves our, I lo- yeah I lo- it's so nice being able to see you even though we Facetime so it's like but like being able to see our guests as well it's just like a whole other element you know yes 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 and y'all gonna have a great time you know get. the faces on season one and that'll be exciting as well because we yeah we just ready to talk to more people it's a lot more people who we met and a lot more people yeah 
about to run our miles with. And we just got a lot more one-on-one between Kim and I to just. Yeah, just to soak into and like, because we just don't do that enough. I think it's nice. Yeah. Because I had, I had some notes prepared, but we didn't even, okay, well, we did get to like a couple of mental notes. I will say that. But yeah, it's just, it's just nice because we can just chat. And I feel like with a guest, I'm like. like I'll be like. So you um (laughs) sometimes we get lucky and people will just go talk 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 I ask one question and they go on like a 15 minute tangent and I'm like great and sometimes yes and I love it because he's so musical I said I'm always saying that his voice is like this and that just because he's from Italy but that's that's you know I don't know that's true I'm probably just (laughs) yeah we'll cut we'll cut it All right, but what's on the 411 for your day, uh, Kim? Um, uh, Eric is making dinner. I can smell it, but I know it's probably not ready because something's wrong with our oven and it takes everything so long to cook, oh, but that's okay. Um, and then I think um, his mom has created this whole bingo um, like for his family because it's her mom's birthday. So we're going to like do a little like face Happy thing birthday. with the whole family for bingo. Um, and I think we're going to eat while we do that. Yeah. So his mom made like, she sent out these bingo cards to everyone and that oh. we're like about to play bingo um, with his whole family, I guess. Oh, um, happy birthday, Mama Deeks. Happy yeah. birthday. Or his, gra- yeah, it's his gra- for his grandmother's birthday. Oh, but yeah. Birthday also, birthday. yeah, everybody's birthday is coming up. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, mom's birthday just passed. Oh, happy birthday, Mamas. <laughs> Be like, Mama, I ain't got no money, but we out here. <laughs> you come fly out now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds beautiful oh y'all celebrate that and get into that yes. lovely one another i'm gonna try to you know sip please a enjoy it yeah enjoy this outing i can't wait to hear about it probably no, in the, next, we'll you know, hear about the, it the coming days mm-hmm. very exciting all right well London, it's been nice as always it has been beautiful kim and we will chat very very soon thank y'all mm-hmm. for tuning into our first episode of wanda lusty pod season two get like us <laughs> i really don't be knowing what i'll be saying halfway through but y'all stick with it and i love it so all right but see you kim very very soon and we're gonna get this on and popping bye later gay there okay one final thing i'm gonna just cut this out afterwards yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh oh what the was i even trying to say london where the thought go um, oh also i forgot about the ad break but that's okay i had my timer going but i couldn't get like a good time to like to do it and sounds like it's fine <laughs> i was going to mention it but then it was like it was two o'clock on the, like two o'clock on the dot and i'm like dang we can't wait to come long I was yeah like, exactly soon and just figure out some gaps exactly yeah so um that worked out but uh <laughs> that and then the editing oh yeah i got the recording so this should be oh yeah i can stop recording